You're listening to the Slow Ride podcast. Likes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. The Slow Ride Podcast. And on Twitter, Slow Ride Pod. Enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to the 458th episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. This is Tim in the city beautiful Orlando, Florida. Hey, this is Matt in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And this is Spencer out in Holyoke, Massachusetts. Boys, it's quiet in my office tonight. Our uh, our most recent um, foster cat has been adopted today. Oh, well, it's good and Astute bad. listeners would have heard him in the background the last three episodes. <laughs> yeah. The first two episodes he was in in the green room for, he managed to take an incredible deuce oh, in the nice. background yeah. and just mm. uh, On point really tested my mettle as a podcaster um, to really stay focused. And uh, last week... Wow. Just had like an epic freak out and was blasting around uh, with a bunch of toys. So I know I got at least one text message about, was that a cat in the background? Um, from uh, from fellow podcaster Rob Kelly of the uh, Criterium uh, Nation. So he's hot right on all the leads lately. Um, wow. That's yeah. good. We're, <laughs> Just some so breaking news for you. Yeah. Um, the dedication of the podcast is great. Um, also, the dedication of our uh, listeners uh, listening to audio quality. Shout mm-hmm. out to friend of the pod, Gary Russell, for one hell of a good um, P.O. PO box entry. We oh. got some Japan Cup crit. Uh, sorry, Japan Cup mugs from Team EF. So it'll be a little care now, package going out to both Tim, you, too. That's awesome. Officially, are those... Japan Cup mugs or are they Japan Cup cups? Cups. Cups. Oh, uh, definitely the Japan Cup cup. Well, it, we've it, got them. Is em. it the Japan so Cup? It's uh, it's great. I did uh, the old Google Translate. It does say sixth monument on them. <laughs> um, yeah, of course it, it is. Does. It is great to see. Yeah, thank you. So that all the way from Wichita, Kansas, uh, the uh, closest uh, city to uh, Emporia? I don't know. Have you guys ever been to Wichita, Kansas? I've not been to Wichita. Because uh, can't pretty sure say. Garmin is from there. I yeah, think. I was gonna say I think that's the connection. Uh, probably it's Cessna. I think Cessna is also there. Okay. Um, there's my. I have a. I have a brother that lives there. Um, uh, and he's a co-owner of Norton's Brewing. So, uh, Gary, if you're into beer, go to Norton's Brewing. How uh, Tim, enjoy one on that. How house. do you know somebody or are related to somebody like in every state? Yeah, this, really. Yeah, well, I didn't I've even known know you this. for twenty five years yeah. at this point, and yeah. well, I am still learning know. things every day. Well, you know, I'm a I'm a magical beast. Uh, it's great. It's the only thing that keeps me around, uh, employed at my job, <laughs> is knowing people. Um, Wichita, Kansas, great town. Uh, Gary, thank you so much for the great care package. Yeah, Gentlemen, got a special care package going out to you because like, we've got the Bike House Dunedin kit. Mm. We've got the Hincapie uh, Road ID bands. Oh. We've got the Japan Cup. 
It's coming. If you want to send us stuff, just send us an email. We'll get you hooked up. It's great. Uh, many thanks to all yeah. of our listeners. Incredible. Um, you Love mentioned it. Rob Kelly, mm-hmm. which is fantastic because Rob Kelly, as we know, heads up Criterium Nation. And the last major Criterium in the country was held this weekend in St. Petersburg uh. when the Justin Williams and Corey Williams uh, crit championship series did their one and only race of the season in St. Pete. Kind of a tester event. Okay. Looked pretty good. Um, I requested a press pass. They accepted it. Okay. I was unable to go, but they got me a press pass for a photographer. Okay. A friend of mine was down there photography, a professional photographer, a really good photographer. He went to the press tent to get the credential, Mm -hmm. and no one was at the tent to give out the credential he went back three times the last two times different people were sitting there probably avoiding the sun sure just like oh sorry man it's close um but we still got some great photos so we'll try to get those up on both criterium nations uh instagram and then our own but uh i think lampanetti won for legion and on the i don't even know who's on the women's side kind of hard to find the results from what i can gather but the teams that were there was the the talk of the show. Okay. Did you gentlemen have a chance to see who was racing at the Crit Championship Series in um, Tim St. Pete? I think on. you know the answer come to this on. question. Come on, no, no, I have no we idea. We did not scour the list. Was now, it Flanders? Um, you're <laughs> you're going to have to. Uh, Read some of these off to jog our memories on on who okay. even races crits. Are the same teams so, in both these series, like Miami so, Knights and things like no. the Denver so the, Disruptors? Are they just one or the, the other? The Denver Disruptors, not allowed. Okay, um, not allowed. Okay. So, but here's the thing, and Rob Kelly did a pretty big. the The teams were changed around a lot, so right, so they're still say. trying to franchise them. But here's what we got: so we had the the Atlanta Flyers. Okay. Um, out right. there. Uh, right. The Atlanta Flyers featuring world-renowned photographer Jared Gruber. Oh, really? Now Pretty that cool. man can race a crit. Yes. We've and seen we know it that. done. We've seen it done. Yeah, we've seen that. Um, we had a, a team I'm not familiar with called the Austin Aviators. Um, so pretty okay. cool All right. to see the Austin Aviators. They also had a women's team because there was three women's teams. Wait, um, wait. So it was... Here. Atlanta Flyers, Austin Aviators. So yeah. I'm I'm looking for the like Portland so we got Plains. The, eh, not yet. No, we got the. Oh, I see. I see what you're doing. There. I've seen a. No, theme. we got the we got the Chicago Rivals. Okay, that's not airplane themed. Okay, that's kind of a lame name. That that don't like it. Yeah, we have the no London good. Techers. London. I kind of like the London Techers. So London had a team, and they're so actually from London. International. Yeah. Okay. Um. We got the Legion of Los Angeles. Yeah. Everyone knows that team. Yeah. We have the Miami Blazers, another team Blazers. that people are familiar with. That's right. They've kind of been around for a while, mm-hmm. a couple of years. We have the Milwaukee Swarm. The Milwaukee Swarm. Um, not isn't that, I mean, stoked is, for Milwaukee. I don't get the name. Is Spencer, that, as a former resident of Milwaukee, how do you feel about the Swarm? Like Maybe I'd go with like the Festivals. uh, (laughs) yeah that'd be good yeah um i thought the swarm was a lacrosse team i don't know it was the minnesota swarm yeah they're a swarm here all right yeah 
um, okay, so we got the uh, <clears throat> Milwaukee Swarm. We got the Nashville Rain. This is a lot of teams. It is the Nashville Rain, spelled R E I G N. Of course, like a like a good purple rain, like the the best Prince cover band of all time. Um, and then you have the New York City Dream. The New York City Dream. That is Justin William Ugh. and Ty Ty Magner was on that team this time, and Robin Carpenter. Yeah. Wow, uh. blast for the past. Yeah. Uh, didn't didn't win. You got the fifty two eighty Denver Colorado. So you got the mile high fifty two eighty. That's what they were called. I didn't oh, believe okay. when Those Rob are... Kelly told me that was their name. I, I'm sorry, Rob. I didn't believe you. It sounded too stupid. So I googled it. It's pretty stupid. It's, it's true. So <laughs> there's some stupid names there, but the three of us uh-huh. did our part to come up with better names. Well, do you guys? I well, it's not hard to come up with better names. That's true. Shall we? So, when we started, we were we were getting into, you know, like Spencer. Right away, you you and little guy were like the Chicago Green Rivers. Yeah, uh, that's the a good Chicago one. River Reversers. I still feel that like could be good. Could be great. Spencer for Milwaukee. What was the best one you had? Well, I mean, there's so many options. I honestly, I don't remember um, which one was best, but um, well, you had the, you had the, you had the oh, Milwaukee um, Sentinels. Oh yes. the Milwaukee milk milk drinkers, and the uh, the Milwaukee Best. The Milwaukee Best, um, but I think, would be good. a lawsuit. Um, I don't know if you yeah. could get away with that one, but now the Milwaukee Sentinel now, little guy. It's pretty good for for Milwaukee locals. They'll get that. It was good, but little guy really wanted the Milwaukee Alice Coopers. The Milwaukee Alice Coopers. It's a deep cut. Not really that deep. It's, if you're a kid from the 90s. Not not that deep. I, you know, um, you so could then, go with the Milwaukee Mansions because the Pabst Mansion there is yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty popular yeah. as the well. The Milwaukee Chicago good. suburbs. Ooh, um, Spencer, Milwaukee you suggested, you, you were asking Rob Kelly mm-hmm. um when the DC backrooms were going to be dropping. I'm surprised DC doesn't have a team. And this is a question we need to ask Rob. Um, why, why is DC unrepresented uh, amongst the nation of, of other states uh, that have teams available? Uh, yeah. It seems like they are just, uh, you know, taxed in this crit scene and not represented at all. Yeah. It's unfortunate. And, and uh, we we did we shot we shot it around like we're surprised that Minneapolis doesn't have a team. Um, you came up with the Minneapolis. I know someone at QBP. Which is yeah, great. Um, that's a it's great. that's a that's a great that's a great uh, name. That's a pretty good one. Um, I I came up with the uh, the St. Paul Stairs. I was um, thinking, and and, and, was and the thinking. logo is the logo is little guy looking across the river. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. I did have a St. Paul idea that I did not put into the text thread um okay it was the saint paul shadows uh kind of uh in the shadow (laughs) of minneapolis there i i thought a nice shot across your bow there tim would be uh appreciated Um, and uh rob kelly my favorite one that he had was the indianapolis what time of zone are we in (laughs) yeah Um, that's a that's a deep cut for anyone that's been in indianapolis and uh finally i was genuinely shocked that the st louis team Mm-hmm. was not in this race. Um, you may remember that the the fans voted for the team name of, of St. Louis oh. uh, crit team. Okay. Uh, 
the St. Louis trash. Yeah. Which is... Yeah. They, I mean, it could have been St. Louis dumpster fire, too. I would have accepted that as well. Um, but anyway, so a little disappointed. Uh, little guy, were you shocked that the Omaha Owls did not make the race uh, this year? Didn't have the budget. Yeah. Uh, yeah, didn't have the budget. You know, they're still... Uh... They're still getting their merch together to really start crowdfunding the team. So well, I think I'm they're going to have it together soon. I, I, I think the merch is actually going to happen. And it's going to be available on the uh, the Slow Ride podcast. I feel like it. Over at the Wide Angle Podium what website. What about the, uh, the Wichita Japan Cups? Now that could Ooh, be a good you. crit team. That'd be good. It's just, that could be like their it's just three team. cups that yeah. show up to each race. <laughs> it's like, just literally. three cups. So, um, I don't, I guess I don't care enough to, um, go to see who won the race. Um, but I'm stoked to see the amount of people that were there. I hope it can be a season long series. Um, I don't know who won the NCL, so kind of just not caring. I will work harder to, to develop a, um, affiliation with this, but shout out to friend of the pod and f- host of the podcast at the 2015, um, Richmond World Championships, Frank Cundiff, who uh, came down to uh, Florida to um, help one of the teams. Yeah, races uh, famously for the um, Tucson Tornadoes, which is a, just yeah. a weird name because I don't think they have tornadoes. I don't think they have tornadoes, yeah. yeah. Yeah, didn't make a lot of sense to so, me, but most of these grit team names don't. No, they don't. So, um, a, little guy, in, in terms of real bike racing... Uh, that isn't predetermined. Uh, let's, um, I guess, I don't know if the crit race is predetermined. I just do find it a little weird that <laughs> the teams are all owned by the same, <laughs> same team. Uh, so like, but I will also say this, it was the only race this season. It's clearly a trial run to make out a series. And I do want to see a series work. Cause I do, there was a good crowd there. It's a really cool, like area of St. Pete, pretty badass to see it come. So I want to see it continue. So, and I hope, I wish I was able to make it, but um, some things came. Tim, up. if you would have made it, would you have paid the ninety nine dollar upgrade for the VIP mm. spot with the open bar and uh, free food? Yes, I probably would have, um, but I would have had the press pass, so I would have gone in to interview the people uh-huh. that paid the ninety nine dollars to see how many people actually bought it and what their thought was, and ha- help them do the math on if they're getting their money's worth. Oh yeah. You got to have at least three plates of shrimp and, uh, you know, <laughs> crab legs. Yeah, yeah. Don't fill up on bread. I got to get the good definitely stuff. don't go bread. Yeah. Um, yeah, this, yeah. Uh, that's when, you know, um, it's going to be a good buffet, just like steak, <laughs> just, just impossible burgers. Be great. Um, so little guy, you are our expert of things that, uh, matter in cycling. Um, uh, Can you tell us a little bit about what's going on in the world of cyclocross? Oh, so I was I was trying to find the name of the race. I don't remember. It starts with an O. I watched some of that one this it's morning. Super, are you talking about Super Prestige over Reese? There you go. Boom. In Belgium? Yeah, Timmy coming in with the save. So, uh, so Femvam Apple one. Yep. Fem one. I watched a Again. little bit of the end of that. It looked pretty dominant. Uh, the men's race, though, was pretty spicy. A lot of uh, crashing, and you had your classic early season uh, easer beat shooting off the mm-hmm. front, and you know it's you know it's coming down. He's going to get caught. Eventually does get caught. Um, but I, I watched this race. You guys know how I like to watch cross races, which is you watch a little bit, and then you try to get the kid ready to leave the house. So I was doing yeah. that. Came in the room right at the last second. Caitlin said, hey, they just caught him. 
I was like, ooh, N- nice. Ma- Tebow nice makes a s- amazing pass on a downhill. We're, the whole family's crowded around. We're all going, ooh, immediately uh-huh. crashes. <laughs> uh. It was it was such a good pass. It was almost like that uh, large Vandahar pass at Worlds a few years ago that didn't come yes. to anything, but it was still like you wanted to go back and watch that pass because for two seconds after this pass. pass was made, you were like, dang, that is good. But overcooked it. Uh, Ezer beat one. Ventorna got second. Uh, nice. I still want to say Sven every time I try to say his name. Yeah. I, it's so hard at this. I'm point. sure it's never going to happen. <laughs> but um, it, that was a fun race. Little Sven. That was a fun race. So, yeah, little Sven. That was a really fun race for an so, early season race without the big hitters. Um, little Nice is looking. Big hitters. Well, with little Nice is like. Ezer beat was there. Ezer beat was there. Yeah, Ezer is not a big hitter. He is a. Whoa! I believe. Uh, I believe. Mike, some people. Yeah, you know. I. I really got terms whoa. for a guy like him over it. Whoa! At, uh, okay. Michael. Michael Van Turnout getting second. Lars Vanderhaar third on the women's side. Fan Fem Van Ampel, with uh, Alvar- Alvarado taking second in hmm. Inga Ing Vanderheiden in third. Nailed it. Do you want to give a shout out that um. Uh, the women's race, can you guys remind me how long a women's cyclocross race is? Is it 50 minutes? should be 50. <laughs> <laughs> it should be. Because um, they, 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 the women went 43 minutes. Yeah. Um, the men went exactly an hour. And you're like, eh. um, apparently it's not fun racing. Um, but Math is hard. Anyways, on the uh, Cincinnati, on the U.S. side, I just want to give a shout out. Um, love seeing all of the photos come across the Instagram feed um, when you're following the likes of uh, Zach Schuster, Bill Scheichen, or uh, Michael Bodenheimer, the, the triumphant that is Cyclocross Radio on the Wide Angle Podium Network. So I feel like I'm kind of getting a, a handle on it. Curtis White took the win both days. But I do want to give a shout out. Clara Hansinger won day one by a second over Canadian superstar Isabella Holmgren, who we've talked about before on the podcast. And then on the rematch Sunday afternoon, Holmgren won by a minute and a half over Clara Hansinger. Um, I don't know the details yet, but that's an impressive performance. And Canada may... Oh, man. Like... On the women's side of things, we we already have such strong fields. Now, like the battle for the Pan Am jersey is going to be pretty awesome. Um, I, th- as the, I think the Holmgren sisters have uh, graduated to the women's. Elite. Yeah, we may need to take Derek G off the table and get them onto the trading block before their point. value really goes that's, through the roof. That's a really good point. We should probably make a deal now. Derek G is too. His value is too high right now. I, I think he's peaked. He's he's only got downward spiral to come. You know, unfortunately. I do. We might be able to pick him I, up early season. Maybe he doesn't come out of the gates good next year. We might be able to pick him up before the Volta hmm. before he comes back. You know. So I think it's a good idea so, to pick up the Holmgrens quick here before. Yeah. Let's play it. Let's play a little game though. Um, I know you guys like it when I spring some games. Love this. I'm going to tell you the country that hosted the cyclocross race, and you tell me how long the women's elite race was. Oh, okay. Um, Okay. And that was just from this weekend. So so in France, you had the Coupe de France cyclocross 
um, one by Amandine Fuquana. Um, how long was did she, was she allowed to race in France? Croissant-toi. 23 minutes. Uh, no, 55 minutes. Oh. 55. Oh. All right, I underestimated the um, French. Let's go to the Netherlands, uh, where Manon Baker won the International Cyclocross Herstrada. So in the Netherlands, how long uh, was the women's elite race there? Oh, it's f- three hours. 38 minutes. Three hours. They, well, they did a race and they did a training so, so session. So we went down. Okay. Oh, okay. Went down. Um, and then uh, both days at uh, Cyclocross in Cincinnati. Let's go with kind of kind of both days. Kind of close for both of them. 48. In, in the U.S. 48. Yeah. Yep, there you go. Good job. Oh, Spencer. good. And then uh, nice. n- not too bad. Um, let's go to Switzerland. How do we, what, what's the stereotype on Switzerland? You think they got their math figured out there? You know, the home of Tiso watches. Do you think they figure out some calculations where Sarah Casala of Italy won the Swiss cyclocross number three? 52 minutes. Uh, I, don't, seven minutes. I think the neutral rollout, they get that timed really well. But I think the actual race, they have trouble timing. So... <laughs> 43. So if you're if you're keeping track at home, Switzerland and France care. Um, and uh, Belgium, not so much. Shocking. Um, so anyways, uh, Cyclocross is alive and well. Before we go into the preem lap, I just want to give a quick uh, moment of silence and gratitude for the the end that is the Wiggle CRC Empire. Uh. So for all of the independent bike shop owners, myself included, former owner, for all of the mechanics mm-hmm. that have gotten a Shimano derailleur for cheaper than they could buy it from QBP, BTI, or any other distributor, mm-hmm. the Wiggle CRC loophole, um, they went belly up. Uh, they're in a uh, drastic administration very unfortunate for uh, a fair amount of people within the industry here in the U.S. that were looking to open up a, a Wiggle CRC arm, but yeah, on the uh, the international um, stage, it is a uh, it's a it's a it's a pretty massive closure. We've talked about it before. I mean, it was inevitable. They were looking to come though, to the right? US. like inevitable. Uh, you can't sell things for negative margin for a decade and expect to survive. Maybe yeah. I mean that's that's the truth. Unfortunately, in the U.S., they were trying to do things the right way, and they had brought the nuke-proof Stupid. bike over. Vitas <laughs> saw some posts that things were going fairly well, but the uh, the the venture capital firm unfortunately pulled the money. But hmm. as a former bike shop owner, I remember folks coming in with the Shimano parts, and like I would have done it. Like I like there's like I'm not challenging a consumer's right to get the things for cheaper. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were more than happy to put the the product on because you could still get service. Now, but it was always like, wait, how does this work? How are you getting stuff cheaper than did you even our middleman can get it? Wisely though, charge them an unboxing fee, like uh, like restaurants <laughs> that allow you to bring in your own bottle of wine. We did not. Um, I That's I think well, the Swift Cycle is no longer around. Um, but <laughs> I I would say that uh, no, we didn't because for us it was more of like the. Um, you still have the opportunity of the customer coming in the door. Like I, there's a, there's a big resistance within the, our, you know, the IBD world on that. I, I get it, but also like a customer coming in, you have the chance to win them over. Mm-hmm. And so continue to do that. 
Uh, but I remember uh, when we had Derek Bouchard Hall on the podcast uh, for a, a in-depth interview. Yeah. Uh, this is like episode probably 80. Yeah. Uh, that, maybe yeah. maybe 100. Um, when Derek Bouchard Hall was the USA Cycling president, CEO, <laughs> he had come over from Wiggle CRC. And I believe, Spencer, you asked a, a great question that was along the lines of, you know, you have a great experience of, you know, selling consumers and friends of the IBTs here in America. How are you going to, you know, grow, grow the sport in the U S and it was a, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty momentous occasion within the bike industry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sad, sad to see it go. Not, not really very sad to see it go. Um, I don't really care, but yeah, well, you know, I get it. Um, um, I do, I do. I'm always bummed whenever people lose jobs. So, oh, certainly. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like that's the For sure. Now, if if you were looking for an opportunity, uh, mm-hmm. you know, maybe after you get out of the cycling uh world per se, maybe not this instance, but just sort of in general. Uh yeah. something you guys could get into. If you guys have internet browsers Bitcoin. anywhere nearby you, uh, I would encourage you to type in this URL. Um okay. it's S P hyphen resort dot sk and sp resort dot sk sp hyphen resort dot sk now this is a nice uh, sporting hotel um yep, out there it. in in uh across the pond uh if you look through the accommodation uh the rooms you might see oh, this is the sagan yeah a room called the world champion a room called the California, a room called oh. the Roubaix, the Flanders, the MTB, the Gravel, oh. the Tour, the Slovakia, the Swiss, the Quebec, the Australia, the Vuelta, and the Giro. Boys, this hotel is one Peter Sagan's hotel. Uh, you can stay there. You could stay oh. in the Flanders room with a mural celebrating uh, all his accomplishments there. Uh, some of these look a little bit like prison rooms. Some look a little bit like college dormitories and some look pretty nice. So I think it's, it kind of depends on the quality of the race. So a couple of comments. Uh, yeah. Peter needs to update the internet speed. It's a slow, it is slow a, website. It is a slow loading website. A lot of, <laughs> um, lot of uh, yeah, a lot of bandwidth now, being used here. Now looking at these rooms, mm-hmm. the, the world champion room clearly is the, the creme de la creme at uh, 350 euro a night. But he did win three world championships. Um, the California room may be my favorite, though, because nothing in that room screams like California to me. It's got There's little the bears, bears on the carpet. On the bears floor. on the carpet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, and those aren't even California bears. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, like, uh, like I don't even. It's, it's not California to me. But. Whatever. Okay. And then uh, the Roubaix room. I think my favorite room is the Swiss room by far without question. <laughs> but I think the the short change just room, the room that should be grand that is not, that's just an utter disappointment, is the tour room. The yeah, tour room be, is very sad. The Swiss room is the best. How do you feel about the... Uh, the gravel room just being—it's just canned. brown. It's just—it makes brown perfect sheet. sense. It's 
It's so subdued. It's it's a natural it's, colored jersey. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's essentially one of the dorm rooms in Emporia, Kansas, that uh, you may have to stay on if so, you went to Unbound, is so which is probably what? all of his experience in gravel. Uh, the the Quebec room. Uh, there's just not like I don't get it. I don't know what makes that um, nothing Quebec about uh, this Quebec yeah. in there. Uh, the Australia room. Uh, basically, every room is just it's got pictures on a wall of that of that city. Yeah, or country. Sorry. Um, yeah, I mean Spencer, this is a hell of a find. Um, wow. Uh, so here's the real question: mm-hmm. Where do you want to stay? Do you want to stay at the SP Resort, uh-huh. or would you rather stay at Hotel Domestique, owned by one George Hincapi? You know, I've always been. Do a you think fan. there's loyalty points between the two? Like, <laughs> oh, like if you stay, be. that is that possible. Would be like, good. Like, that like would is be there, really good? Yes. Do we know of any other cycling hotels that maybe? Maybe the Slow well, Ride now, podcast can become like if, connoisseurs of this. I'm and, sure and orchestrate this. Most former hold, Italian hold. pros run something akin <laughs> to yeah, this, yeah, yeah. but maybe at a lower lower price point, lower level of service. Uh, now, Hotel Domestique sounds great, but it is just a hotel. This is a resort, so I am clearly uh, advocating that we spend any podcast money we earn. Uh, goes towards a a training camp uh, based out of the SP uh, resort here. And I think we got to go. Well, I'm going to go with the Swiss room. I don't know where you guys are staying because I'm going no to the gravel room. Gonna come I, 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 I'm going to the gravel room. That that room that it, it would remind me of countless days on the road of like a crappy hotel, like a Holiday Inn Express. Yeah. And it's just like, you know what? In the spirit of gravel, I'm going to be hanging out in the gravel room. It's amazing. I think little um, guy got to go for the California room with the little bears on the floor. Yeah, I like it. You know, it's uh, it's funky. It's hip. It's relaxed. Hip, yeah. Um, so there is a, uh, there's a restaurant, and also there is a fitness center. Mm-hmm. Um, little guy did look at the menu. Uh, looks like there is some... Uh, Solid vegan entrees um, there yeah, with, with yeah, you. Got to cut the um, cut the pounds when you're really going on a training. Wow, game, Spencer, man. how did you find out about this place? Please just tell me you were like <laughs> just scrolling. Oh, I'm on the email list. You know, like I signed up. I, uh, I was part of the Kickstarter. Uh, you know, there's also a Peter Sagan <laughs> Hall of Fame there. Oh my goodness! What incredible what class act. Incredible I stuff. Love it. Yeah. All right. You know it. Let's uh, see what's going on over in the uh, professional peloton with our very own um, concierge, Jurij Sagan, <laughs> on this week's pre-lap. This is Mitch Docker, and you're listening to Life in the Peloton, also the Slow Ride Podcast, afterwards. <laughs> All right, guys, here we are in the pre-lap. We'd like to thank all the listeners and supporters of the Wide Angle Podium Network. Head over to WideAnglePodium.com to find out how you can become a listener and a supporter of the network. Next week, we have a grand unveiling of an all-new sponsor that little guy has been working hard on. Can't wait uh, for for this gem to just drop on everybody because it's an all-timer. Good work there, little guy. Three and a half years of work. (laughs) They didn't make me work that hard. But uh, no, I'm excited about the sponsorship. Can't Ah, wait to talk about it. So good. For real. 
It's going to be fantastic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'd like to uh, thank all of you that go over and find out about our um, other shows on the network, particular Criterium Nation, Cycross Radio, and The Great Grodio. Mm-hmm. Um, filling your earbuds with all types of independent cycling media. Yeah, it is a great time of year uh, to open up the wallets, to head over to wideanglepodium.com slash donate and uh, become a member, become a supporter. If you uh, enjoy the show week in and week out, if you enjoy other shows on the network, uh, it really does uh, go a long way uh, to making this stuff happen. Uh, If you guys can uh, support us in any way, shape or form, we very much appreciate it. Also check out, uh, as mentioned last week, the Wide Angle Podium YouTube channel. Uh, Bill is doing great stuff over there, as always, with cycle cross season and the heat check. Uh, that's at youtube.com slash wideanglepodium or wideanglepodium.com slash YouTube. Whichever way you want to type it, it'll get you there. Awesome. Let's get back to the show. I'm Nielsen Paulus, and you're listening to the Slow Ride Podcast. All right, guys, we are back. We have an overflowing email bag. You can always email us at the Slow Ride Podcast at gmail.com, where all of your emails are gratefully received. Let's get right to it. All right. Urgent. Oh. Dog. This email, of course, comes to us from Sally. Down under in New Zealand. Uh-huh. Pretty close. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Pretty close, yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. Is there a famous rider named Moby or nicknamed Moby? Because, mm. as Sally says, we have located a dog, but he has a name that is Moby, and he answers to this. Is there a Moby cyclist out there, or could we invent an amazing cyclist out there called Moby? Okay. Mm, certainly so we have a dog so dog acquired so they've gotten a dog okay um jeff and jeff and sally have a dog so it looks like this is important follow-up i am i am very yes. thankful that we are seeing this saga through because i would feel terrible if we left all the listeners on the edge of their seats wondering how this went but tim i think the obvious you have a lot of people talking about this the obvious first solution that jumps to mind that springs that leaps to mind it's not necessarily a rider, but just sort of a shortening of a team name. You could just sort of massage that B in Moby into a V, and all of a sudden you've got Moby. And it's Moby's star. Yeah. yeah. And then the star of the show. Oh, like, oh, but, you know, he can't really hear it. Mo- Moby. 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 Oh, I, done. I don't think. Spencer, that's a slam dunk. I don't think dogs can hear bees is the thing. I think that's scientific. Mm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. See, I was trying to find a way how we could um, massage Bauke or Molima into this, like just because two-time Japan Cup winner, uh-huh. and it was like Moby could be. <laughs> you but just, just end up work. with Mole, and that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then it's like, oh wait, it's like Tex-Mex food. Uh-huh. Like, what is this? Um, so that was my attempt. Uh, so yeah, I I was miserable at it. Little guy, what do you got? No, I got nothing. I'm I've been searching around, and Spencer's right. It's we gotta go, Moby. Moby, uh, there is no. Yeah, that's good. No, there is no uh, Edward Moby 
famous rider from 1952 who uh, did win a stage in the Tour of the Carpathians. Um, yeah, that, that really, that's a thing you remember. Yeah. No. So okay. I just I just wrote back to, to Sally to say, this week on the pod, we need to see pictures of Movi. So just slipping it in. Just sliding so it in. See if, like, just, yeah, see if she's going to pick up that it's Movi, not Moby. You did M O V I, right? Like yes. you're going full yeah. in. Okay. Yeah. Maybe oh, yeah. you include yeah. a JPEG oh, yeah. of the jersey or something. <laughs> Do you think we can get right, the dog uh, a small jersey, like a child sized jersey to wear? Um, we got a, uh, ooh, we could get a Movie Star jersey. Okay, I'll work on it um, for the dog. Okay. Um, all right. We got a, a sweet email from uh, Max who wanted to talk to us all about the Providence Capital Crit. I'm not familiar with the Providence Capital Crit, but I am very familiar with the city of Providence. I'll actually be there um, on Tuesday. Uh, may, may go get some uh, coffee milk or an awful, awful, or even some Dell's Fresh Lemonade, the greatest drink in the state of Rhode Island. That was all gibberish. Um, that was all complete. It's all gibberish. I, I get it, but as a... As Unfortunately, a, as, yeah. a, as a native Rhode Islander, um, it was great to see this email um, from you. Uh, but I will say that uh, he shared a pretty sweet photo of a GT Avalanche that was set up with an extra cycle. Yeah, that looked pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. That uh, the old GTs with that triple triangle thing, like like at first, like I didn't really get it, and I'm sure there's a story and the re- rationale behind it, but I love it. Yeah, it's marketing. Absolutely love it. Mar- yeah, marketing. Is, oh, is, is that why? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Make it a little bit <laughs> stiffer, but it doesn't matter. Uh, I mean, as well, a, as well, a owner of two different GT track bikes, I believe it, and I I have bought full into the marketing. I don't care if it's marketed or not. Triple triangle was a beautiful thing. And uh, when I used the uh, the GT track bike as a messenger, it just gave me extra spaces to lock up with, uh, to that's tight spaces true. on racks. So no, Very, nice. very I, I will, solid points. I will say uh, one thing that always was hard with the Klein, the few times I rode the Klein at work, it was, it was harder to lock. Like the little mini U-lock, I couldn't. I couldn't free lock the down to it was yeah you know you can you imagine trying to lock a mantra <laughs> it's a not mantra, possible sorry. no it's that's also <laughs> yeah, been proven scientifically no gonna steal it anyway so it doesn't matter. that's also true do you yeah. think like do you think the people that had a slingshot ever had a problem and they just like a crook would come around and just cut the down tube part well, yeah you can't lock your you can't lock your slingshot just by the down tube that's <laughs> well no you you unhook the down tube and you just lap loop that around the the uh, yeah, <laughs> that's hole, and then you hook it back up. Uh, yeah, it's built in. Man, I really um, need to ride a slingshot. That's that's on my bucket list, and I I know someone that has so it. And I just need to make it happen. You guys may remember last week we talked a lot about the mud that was in Madison, and you were like, nah, nah, couldn't be worse muddier than it was back in 2019. Well, I'm old. Well, we got an email from Derek. Okay. In regards to mud, hey guys, just thought I would chime in on Matt's suggestion that Trek Cup 2019 was a muddier race than this past weekend. Uh Uh-oh. That's a big negative, Ghost Rider. (laughs) 
<laughs> and as someone who has raced with and beat Matt that day, oh. as well as having been there all four days this past weekend, I think I could be considered an authority. This past weekend was the worst mud I've experienced racing cross in the Midwest. I would rather run up Mount Krupmitz foot deep steps again than do another weekend of cross country bike carrying at Trek World Cup. <laughs> Compared with 2019, this year was wetter, much colder, and way thicker mud. They actually had to change the course and add width in places for Sunday's racing. Even on Thursday during the pre ride pizza party, the course was also stripped of grass on the, all the fastest lines. Thanks for Tim for posting video from Saturday's race. My mom was super proud of me for trying to ride when it was obviously slower than running. The SRP <laughs> boost was in full effect as I managed a nice 16th place that day. Oh, Keep it up, guys. Great work. Here's nice. the best part. Includes a screen grab <laughs> of the results from 2019 in which Derek of Lead Out Racing gets 29th and Matt Allen of yep. Slow Ride Podcast gets 36th. Out of? Out of 37 finishers. Yeah, oh, you know it, not last, not last. That was a bad race. <laughs> yeah. He had a miserable day, I do recall, yeah. Um, that was not good. Legs were bad, everything was bad. And I and then I go back, I mean, this is a smoking email, and I'm like, the fact that you beat Little Guy is even more credence to your expertise, Derek. Mm -hmm. And Derek writes back, yeah, I know. It was just <laughs> more, it was really just a matter of survival. After all, I saw the parts bin that he was riding, and I knew I had to get in front and stay in front. It is motivating, right? It is motivating. Uh, it, that's what kept me ahead oh, of him at Schwamigan, I will say. All these I years, the like when you when you see it, all these years I see that bike, and I'm like, I cannot that 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 parts bin of bike product beat me. No, sir. Um, Such a good bike. Great, great email. Uh, from friend of the pod, Florida, Central Florida legend, I believe out in, uh, um, out West now, Robert Hamlin, y'all were at a loss for suggesting a replacement for the cross check. Yeah. I think the Soma double cross is a great frame. <gasps> That's, ooh, I forgot so about is, Soma. Soma, yeah. So is the new Albion privateer, formerly known as the Pake Sea Mute. I think it's pronounced Pake. 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 P-A-K-E, and I apologize. Um, my C-Mute is still going strong since 2008. It handles everything. White rim in a day, out in Moab, bike packing, multiple TDGs. Tim should know about those, and countless cross races. And here's a, a pick included. Wearing, by the way, a cool uh, cyclocross jersey, like friend of the pod, Jesse Reince. Uh, the cool team, K-U-H-L, uh, mm -hmm. pretty awesome to see. The Pake bike is awesome, but Soma, the Soma Double Cross, Soma, that's a solid tip. Absolutely. Yeah, good tip. Good if they're still around, I, I honestly, I have no idea. Um, they are, I think. They, they spawned kind of after after Surly, along with um, On Soma. One over in the UK. Oh, On One. Those yeah. are, ooh, those they are may also be gone or enveloped by some other company at this point i don't know i mean but, isn't uh, the natural replacement for surly all city uh, you would think it, but they're also gone yeah <laughs> they killed it oh all right the well, the more expensive uh brightly painted version of surly <laughs> that um, costs more <laughs> uh so those are good bikes the paquet uh is pretty awesome but let's uh t friend of the pod 
the legend in scenic Southwest Iowa. Todd Grassman writes us, Hey, gents. One of my many jobs is working as a mechanic at my local bike shop a couple days a week. Mm. Imagine how I felt when I rolled into work and found that my main task for the day, a brake bleed, was on this. It appears to be a brand called Day6, a pedal forward bike brand from Iowa, modified with this fascinating cargo contraption. It's like a hand truck has replaced the front wheel. As soon as I laid eyes on it, I thought of little guy's request for strange bikes. Mm -hmm. Now, Spencer, this bike, and I'm going to put it on our Instagram. Okay. Two wheels in the front, dual um, disc brakes, but it looks like basically a dolly or a hand truck. And it has, I mean, this is one of the craziest bikes I've ever seen. Yeah. And like you said, it's It's, got that. It's not, is it like a shop? Is it a shop bike? I don't know. Yeah. It's got that weird. I don't know what it is, why the geometry for those bikes, but like your your bottom racket is way out in front, so it's sort of like you're kind you're not mm, a mm-hmm. recumbent, but you know you've seen them on your local trails. It's casual, chill yeah. on them, super casual. It's a it's a bike, man. I don't know. I'm I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited that it exists. I just don't know what <laughs> what are you hauling with that weird two wheel dolly fork setup. Bags of concrete, sand. Yeah, strapping stuff there. Whatever you want, sounds like. Maybe like a couple bales of hay. It is in Iowa. Uh, Um, That's a good point. But this is... uh, So Todd wrote back that after spending a good few hours bleeding and re-bleeding this multi-brake hydraulic set, I did make sure to go for a test ride and in one word, twitchy. Yeah. Now I'm not... I'm not used to such high handlebars. They, they would, the handlebars look like what they would call ape hangers on a motorcycle. Um, we got it. Nor such pedal forward design. So some of the twitchiness may stem from the overall geometry. I didn't have anything to load up there front, so I considered asking the shop owner to hop on, but didn't want to accidentally kill one of the hands that pays me. <laughs> um, overall, not very stable, but I like to try hauling some stuff in it. I scored a two out of five practicality, but four out of five adventure. And little guy <laughs> gives it a six out of five for weirdness. I do. This is true. It's a lot of boxes, it, uh, weird boxes. And you can carry a lot of weird boxes, too. Uh, I, I think he's spot on, though. I think if you loaded that thing down, it would probably ride pretty sweet. Well, Todd, thank you so much. And everybody that wants to take a look, we will have it on the Instagram. Uh, head over to at the slow ride pod. Now you may remember um, last week we kind of got a little bit of controversy on the old Instagram because we put up um, Julian's uh, pain cave uh, for the winter season. Mm -hmm. And lots of folks were like, that's not a pain cave. (laughs) It's got windows. And, and I think Julian was like, Hey, look, I live, I live in Vancouver. I work at bike shops. Like, what do you want? Like, it's basically my living room. I'm also riding a bike, but where we were most curious about was what were the bikes in the background that was on the Instagram Yeah, and what was the photos that were up? So the first one is Spencer. It was not a signed Sunyar Duval, um, photo. It was in fact, a signed HTC Columbia oh. Road. Incredible. Tour of California. By the way, Julian, mad props for choosing that as your photo to hang up on the wall. Because I'm 
like any good shop bike industry employee, you have lots of good posters that you come across over time. Mm-hmm. To go with a HTC High Road signed, I mean, this is the jersey with like the abs. Oh, so good, so incredible. Good. Um, the bikes themselves. Uh, what do we have here? We have a. Um, Naked bicycles. Uh, so it is not a seven or a Van Dessel. It is two naked bicycles. You can check them out at nakedbicycles.com. Look pretty cool um, with that brown handlebar tape. Um, and then uh, what uh, is on the bookshelf? We have a solid bookshelf collection that uh, also uh, we have a copy book, Maglia Rosa. But um, oh man, little guy, the book of them all. While you would think it's Team 7-Eleven, a retrospective of Team 7-Eleven, mm-hmm. uh, it's actually the Laurent Fignon um, biography is on the bookshelf. All that's right. great. I still haven't read that, so, so I have no excuse. But that's cool. Yeah, so, so good. Julian, thank you so much. But that takes us to this week's um, uh, contribution. Uh, okay. First up, Trainer Cave from a gentleman named John. My Cervello lives on the trainer in the storage room in my basement. For the record, I have not needed the mattress for any crashes. Love the plot. Love the pod. Glad you got to experience the mud in Wisconsin. <laughs> um, okay, so we have a Cervello, mm-hmm. probably like a S4. I don't know. Uh, looking good. We staring at a stained college dorm room mattress yeah this uh, is a twin and, size and multiple, this is, a- <laughs> this, is this, this is this is a this is a good basement this is definitely uh some flagstone wow. basement here yeah i i would be uh john i i hope you're doing well uh <laughs> you know like thanks for listening to podcasts this- that is that is a good one this is a hostage situation basement yes this is um this I, so on the scale of pain <laughs> caves, though, this is a painful cave. You know what I mean? Like, there is no... This This, this is a true... This is You're not overlooking we'll, we'll, the bay in Vancouver. We'll put this... this yeah, it's true. We'll put this on the Instagram as well, but um, there is no laptop in sight. There is no television <laughs> in sight. No. There is... There's water skis. There is no uh, computer on this bicycle. No, no Garmin, no Hammerhead, no... Uh, Wahoo, anything like this is for one purpose and one purpose only, and that is suffering. <laughs> Definitely a lot of ha- a lot of uh, suffering happening uh, in this basement. Um, John, what I don't know is, did you ham it up a little bit for this one? Because this is this is a this is a good murder basement. No, this for, is um, this is you, legit you murder and Watts down there. You know why I believe that this is absolutely legit is. Uh, two two things jump out to me. One, there's a trainer tire on the bike on the on the rear. Um, that <laughs> yeah. is that is a trainer tire. So and it's got a it's got the trainer block and too. it's got not one but two fans pointed at the front. One on the folding chair and one on the floor next to it. So he's got two angles okay. of airflow uh, over him as he how suffers. We, That's true. This is how this do we feel legit. about the Crank Brothers pedals? Um, we, have they failed? Um, we feel bad about that, but you know, we feel bad about this whole situation. So, so, wanted to be bad how would you, 
how would I want to improve this uh, pain cave? Here's how I would improve. There's it. no natural um, light I, down here. That's incredible. No, that, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the wicker uh, cabinet is good. I think the only way to make this better is get rid of the wheel block in the front and just go with the old yellow pages. Cause I bet you there's a couple of colors of a, a couple of copies of the yellow pages, uh, in that basement. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but John, thank you, uh, so much, uh, for this one. Uh, that one will also be on our Instagram, but not one, not two. Uh, we got another one. This is from another, uh, John, uh, goes by Bowers JC, uh, after last week's gorgeous pain cave, or as with glamping, should we just call it a pain glaive or just cozy mm-hmm. wattage cottage? I thought about sharing a pain cave more befitting of the slow ride pod. Natural light, not a chance. Rusty nails through the <laughs> 80 year old ce- ceiling looming six inches above my head while sprinting. <laughs> Check. Nice modern road bike on pristine trainer surrounded by white walls. Nope. 1987 Steel Trek Pro Series 560, literally de- deteriorating beneath me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful, bright, large liquid crystal display with the proper gaming machine delivering next gen Zwift graphics. Nope. Old Mac laptop precariously balanced on a $20 Amazon special stand connected to what I've always called the kitchen side TV. You bet. Enjoy these lovely photos. I didn't even try staging this for you <laughs> with my pay cave. My wife affectionately calls it the murder basement. Mm-hmm. I'm sure this is worth five stars out of a hundred. Incredible stuff. This is a <laughs> this is an all timer. I mean, not only does John include photos of the bike in the setup, he includes photos of the nails coming through the roof of the yes. of the uh, See, basement. Yeah. Um, so thank you, uh, to, uh, John, I mean, uh, he for this included one. photos of the deteriorating crank and pedal spindle as well. That are, that's, that's a lot of hours of pain in this cave, uh, to, to rust that thing out, uh, as that evidence, uh, shows, um, this is a, this is a true pain cave, I, I believe, a lot of pain has happened here. Um, do you, the the bike is pretty awesome. I do. I I like the bike a lot. This is a little guy special. Um, yeah, that's a nice bike. Oh, guys. totally. Probably five three one. Uh, probably came with a weird mix. Some sweet die comp. Now, bikes. what we like about these photos when they're shared with us is seeing um, mm-hmm. the uh, the background, like what like what is in the background um, here. This one's got some uh, pretty cool stuff uh, hanging up in the back, but I mean that nice, industrial fan. Nice, that's uh, a solid industrial fan. Oh yeah, no, you you spend money on the fan and you save on the bike for sure in a true pain cave. But I'm just wondering if little guy has uh, has uh, zeroed in on this tandem in the background. No, what is it? It's, it's pretty sweet back there. I can't quite make out what it is. But it's something. I'm leaning against the wall <laughs> the, um, there. The rusted pedals, oh, yeah. really cool too. Like th- those, those, mm-hmm. those pedals are not uh, coming off at, by any means. No. Um, no. 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 <laughs> no. Those those are bonded together for all time. Um, but yeah, solid. Uh, solid use of a uh, of a basement. Uh, definitely could probably do a sale 
Um, I, I, I think that, uh, we could do a yard sale, probably get some, uh, good stuff out of there. So you could upgrade, uh, you know, the, the, the cranks. I'm worried about the cranks failing. I mean, they're, they're pre Shimano holotech cranks, but oof, it's a little tough. Uh, you, I mean, you know, it just makes the bike, the real bike feel better when you get on it. If you get, yeah, exactly. Flopping around oh, is, is, is that true? Okay. It's the, it's the, that's well, the whole problem with these fancy schmancy training setups is, is if it feels good to be training, if you got a Peloton and a $89 a month membership to your Peloton workouts and everything's amazing and everybody's encouraging you the whole time and friendly and nice and welcoming. <laughs> Then like, what I like, what's the point of going on a road ride to to like cheer yourself up after spending a whole miserable six months in the basement during the off season? Oh, this is the more I stare about uh, John's uh, setup here. So the the bike is awesome. It's definitely a little guy special, but the Trek like steel orange colorway. We have a matching OSHA orange industrial fan no that's on purpose and if you look at the bar tape that's on the bike it's black with the splatter yellow or splatter orange tape like almost like one of those supercas like paint uh tape jobs where it kind of fades into the orange pretty awesome uh setup here so yeah. congratulations uh john uh Solid one. We'll also put this one up on the old uh, Instagram. Yeah. Many thanks for contributing. If you want to send in your pain cave, hit us up at the slow ride podcast at gmail.com where all of your uh, submissions will, uh, will get a review. John, two questions. One. Yeah. I do want to know what that tandem is. It's very mm-hmm. slopey. Uh, very like very small in the rear. It like really very small. Too. Are those weird water bottle cages hanging from the top tube of the tandem? I wasn't going to ask, but possible, yeah. They're like, are they side mount water bottle cages on the bottom of the top tube? Yeah. Is this is this bit that we're doing here, guys, of it is, judging it, people's pain caves really just allowing us to be the Antiques Roadshow of the bike world? Like, we're getting to see what gems are going to be out there. So oh, yeah. people are going to share, and then we're going to be like, ooh, we should put together a bike jumble. And we could become like, we're going to know what table to beeline to in the beginning because there's some real winners uh, starting to come in. I don't know if I'm going to buy the used mattress um, from the first pan cave today, but uh, there's some good fans, some good setups out there. Oh, man. Yeah. I I think you might be. Yeah. I'm going to submit at some point. I'm going to have to get a burner email account so I can just (laughs) submit my. Uh Uh-huh. See what we my, say about it. Uh, t- my TV VCR combo <laughs> in the basement uh-huh. with my. With my <laughs> oh, we're gonna know it's yours right away. Because you're stack gonna... of uh, World Cycling Production VHSs and yeah, my copy of uh, the greatest movie ever, uh, The Freshman, that I watch once a year on the trainer. <laughs> uh-huh. Wow. So yeah, I'll I'll get that up. And I'll I'll try to stage it with the bike. You guys don't. I'm know. gonna recognize that stack of VHS tapes. Like in an instant, in a heartbeat. I'm gonna say Not all of them are from you. Uh, the the weird tour of Ireland that nobody has. I certainly gave that to little guy. <laughs> uh, no, I you know uh, I always send some more recent ones. I said I'll just do some old Giro's, you know. All right. 
right. Tonkov win uh, again. Ah, <laughs> uh, some good some good stuff in here as always. Ma- massive props to all of the um, folks emailing us in. If you need any advice or anything else, uh, make sure you email us. Gentlemen, I do want to end with this. I did uh, was going through um, you know the rabbit hole that is Instagram as I was uh, scrolling, and I do follow a couple of BMX racing um, uh, feeds uh, mostly because as as uh, little Hymar and uh, uh, little Nairo come of age, I, I remember back to our glory days where we ran the Raybines BMX barn for about a season. Mm-hmm. Uh, practicing our starts uh for the track and i discovered something that i had never seen before i understand that you know it's a it was night it was cool to see something that apparently has existed for a long time and i had no idea and now i'm infatuated with it and i think i want one and that are you either of you familiar with bmx side hacks no bmx side hacks no explain side hacks like a like a s so google it right now so bmx side hacks that's s-i-d-e-h-a-c-k-s yeah um it there there's a pretty rich history of these it's basically a bmx bike with a sidecar a standing sidecar what there's one ma- well, so they've been so, around for a while. It's a little bit, but like there's a, only one manufacturer that I can find. A little bit like a Roman chariot situation here, except yes. for on the side. It's a yes, it's like a Ben Hur. Yeah. Uh, well, it's it's like those. Uh, yes, it's a sidecar on a BMX bike, so twenty inch wheels. Everything's bad about take that idea. Everything. Okay. I'm kind of infatuated with it. Okay. The only manufacturer I can find mm-hmm. sells them through Walmart. Okay. Like I don't, I, I, I can't find, granted I didn't spend a ton of time really looking here, but you can buy them for 200 bucks on um, Walmart. And I'm wondering like, is this what they have at the Fife Cycle Speedway as well? Like, like. It seems like that type of there thing. Was, like there you, was only one way to find out, Tim, and you blew it. Yes, I know, but <laughs> a bit. I, so why don't we call in? Why don't we call some people? Call around. We know USA Cycling's in bed with Walmart at this point. Um, in, in Fayetteville, there is there is all kinds of cahoots happening. We gotta know somebody that's got a line at Walmart that can get us one of these for review, specifically you, because I won't be seen on this. Um, but <laughs> you can tool it around Orlando. Uh, maybe you pick up the mouse, uh, go for a little joy ride uh, through the streets and let us know how it is, you know? So if you like look on there, there there's, there's photo footage of these BMX side hacks racing years ago. Like, so it's been around, but I watched a video of them racing nowadays and they're horribly slow as you can imagine. Yeah. Cause it's a 20 inch wheel setup, but it would probably be fun to take a kid on standing there like, like a chariot. It's like perfectly for critical mass, something like that. And it's only $200 like that. Like yeah, that's, it'd be fun. I want, that's this. the thing that's sticking out to me. It's that. 
because I can't find like a vintage one, and I'm just like, oh, this may be this may be gold. So I, if any of our listeners have experience in a VMX side hack, have um, a hookup with one, if they've worked on one in a bike shop, uh, send us pictures because this looks like the type of thing that uh, some folks would. Some do. of these uh, Spencer, racing just... photos are incredible. Yeah, like, it's it's really yeah. fun. Yeah, this, this is, is unbelievably a, this is a Google image sketchy. Wormhole. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, what do you think sketchier, the racing or the fact that you're doing it on a the what apparently the only one still made is sold through Walmart? I mean, I six one half doesn't the other. You know, like. But if you look at some of like the if you just Google image search and you see some of I'm, the. The vintage I'm, versions, yeah, they're bad. I'm trying to understand the point of Why? this race. Yeah, <laughs> like I want to race BMX, but with the weight of a second person and the awkwardness of a sidecar and none of the twitchy responsiveness of a BMX bike, but yet I still want to hit all the jumps and endanger myself with not enough padding on. I mean, uh, it's incredible. There's some amazing. There's some videos. I've gone into some of these websites. I saw a flyer that was brilliant because it was like the v- the vintage BMX show and swap featuring the North American Sidehack Championships. I mean, it's just a matter of time before the UCI comes in and just oh, yeah. takes over that uh, that jersey like they did gravel. Yeah. I mean, this looks. Pr- they make the the photos make it look really cool. When you see it on video, you're like, mm, it's kind of slow. But I'm get, like, I'm not giving up on this. So if someone can email back, because it looks like a pretty brilliant cargo bike too. Yeah, I mean, for the price, I mean, like, you could actually, especially like if you just were, if yeah. say you uh, you live in Wisconsin, you got three DUIs, and you want to get around town with your dog. This is perfect. Hundred percent. Yeah, you could you could put one of those Copenhagen wheels on here. Um, or what one of those like e-bike wheels that could make it go yeah faster you'd need um, it yeah with those little 20 inch wheels in one gear uh, it would be a painful experience <laughs> otherwise tim i'm I'm on the walmart the, site right now unfortunately they're out of stock currently um, oh i didn't even i i didn't want to click on it because i didn't want that to start tracking me around on the internet yeah but also i like this it, it seems to only have a rear brake but it does have a it has like a rotor <laughs> for some reason like what where are you what are you doing you're doing bar spins with the side hack? yeah yeah you are <laughs> i guess you are well um, we'll have to do some more research on this this is an incredible find as well boy this this episode's been full of gems start to finish i mean okay Make sure hit us up if you know anything about the side hack world. If you got a uh, got an in, mm-hmm. my budget is like two fifty. <laughs> Willing to pay over asking. <laughs> well, I'm just I, I'm just saying. So they're out of stock at Walmart, but then I'm also like, the shipping on this has to be a pay, this is like shipping a vintage car. Like like nah, nah, what nah, box? Not in this, is this Amazon world. Everything's free or nobody's buying it. Um, yeah, this, this thing anyways, looks amazing. Uh, and with that, I'd like to thank all the listeners and supporters of the wide angle podium network, head over to wideanglepodium.com, find out about our selection of shows, email us at the slow ride podcast at gmail.com. 
find us on Twitter and Instagram, and I think we're on Threads at the Slow Ride Pod. Um, <laughs> threads. And, I forgot about Threads. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is Tim in Orlando. Uh, this is Matt in Minneapolis, thinking thinking he had all the bikes, but I guess not. And this is Spencer from the Swiss Room at the Peter Sagan Resort, reminding you to always wave at all your fellow cyclists that you see out on the road. The Slow Ride Podcast. Bikes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com and on Twitter at TheSlowRidePod. Well, guy is going into a dark place looking at BMX side hacks. I, I, there's always one more type of bike the little guy doesn't have. <sighs> it's true. Unfortunately, none on Craigslist locally. There's an elegance to bike racing. For all its technology and engineering, It's a simple question of physics. How do you move a body through space as quickly and efficiently as possible? When the rider and the machine work as one, it's almost as if the solid world has melted away and all that remains is the spirit, the pure, raw, and unfiltered soul of sport. Life is measured in many units, miles, kilometers, kilos, and pounds but we measure it one corner at a time. We've entered the golden age of crit racing, the most exciting spectator event in sport, where all of human drama plays out before us on our city streets. On this show, we bring you the news of the day and take you inside the personalities of the teams and riders and right up to the gates of the premier events in the world. Welcome to Criterium Nation. Criterium Nation.